Impact of 3D cell culture on bone regeneration potential of mesenchymal stromal cells. An article by Mizu Debeiser, Graham Cottrell, and Darius Widera from University of Reading, Reading, United Kingdom. Stem Cell Research and Therapy, 2021. Abstract. As populations age across the world, osteoporosis and osteoporosis-related fractures are becoming the most prevalent degenerative bone diseases. More than 75 million patients suffer from osteoporosis in the USA, the EU and Japan. Furthermore, it is anticipated that the number of patients affected by osteoporosis will increase by a third by 2050. Although conventional therapies including bisphosphonates, calcitonin and oestrogen-like drugs can be used to treat degenerative diseases of the bone, they are often associated with serious side effects, including the development of osteophageal cancer, ocular inflammation, severe musculoskeletal pain and osteonecrosis of the jaw. The use of autologous mesenchymal stromal cells, mesenchymal stem cells, MSCs, is a possible alternative therapeutic approach to tackle osteoporosis while overcoming the limitations of traditional treatment options. However, osteoporosis can cause a decrease in the number of MSCs induced their senescence and lower the osteogenic differentiation potential. Three-dimensional 3D cell culture is an emerging technology that allows a more physiological expansion and differentiation of stem cells compared to cultivation on conventional flat systems. This review will discuss current understanding of the effects and different 3D cell culture systems on proliferation, viability and osteogenic differentiation, as well as the immunomodulatory and anti-inflammatory potential of MSCs. Background. Bone remodeling is a continuous cycle of degeneration and regeneration involving osteoblasts, bone-forming cells, and osteoclast, cells that absorb bone tissue. If the balance between bone formation and bone resorption is lost, the bone becomes vulnerable to osteoporosis. Osteoporosis is characterized by low bone mass, which is strongly associated with increased bone resorption combined with reduced bone regeneration and mostly affects postmenopausal women. In the context of bone myostasis, oestrogen regulates osteoblast survival and suppresses cellular apoptosis. The onset and development of osteoporosis are related to the lifespan of osteoblasts. Oestrogen plays an important role in the reduction of apoptotic gene expression in the osteoblasts, with nuclear oestrogen receptors and androgen receptors being directly involved in the process of bone remodeling and in modulation of the levels of interleukin-6, IL-6. In addition to its impact on osteoblasts, oestrogen has two potential roles in regulating osteoclasts. Briefly, it decreases osteoclast cell differentiation by suppressing receptor activator of nuclear factor kappa B ligand, macrophage colon stimulating factor, RANKL-MCSF, signaling, and indirectly blocks the production of the bone-resorbing cytokines IL-1-beta, IL-6, tumor necrosis factor alpha, TNF-alpha, MCSF, and prostaglandins.
in addition it inhibits bone resorption by directly inducing apoptosis of osteoclasts. In addition to estrogen, inflammatory signaling and the activity of the immune system are also involved in bone and regeneration and degeneration. In the acute phase after injury or the onset of osteoporosis, local levels of pro-inflammatory cytokines in the bone tissue rise causing immune cell infiltration, macrophage polarization towards the pro-inflammatory M1 phenotype and release of chemokines. This in turn induces migration of the cellular ancestors of osteoblast MCS from the niche to the bone and has a positive influence on bone regeneration. However, if the inflammation becomes chronic, as in osteoporosis, this promotes strong and persistent activity of immune cells interfering with bone regeneration. Given this complex nature of molecular and cellular mechanisms involved in osteoporosis, development of therapeutic interventions is challenging and represents a major and unmet clinical need. Current therapeutic options and their limitations. Prior to 2002, one of the most common therapies prescribed for osteoporosis was hormone replacement therapy, HRT. In addition to prescribing HRT to female patients with osteoporosis, postmenopausal women were advised to take oestrogen to prevent a loss of bone density. In 2002, however, it was reported that HRT increased the risk of breast cancer and heart disease. As a result, less patients are now prescribed HRT. In recent years, alternative approaches to treat bone degeneration have been developed. These range from systemic pharmacological approaches to surgical procedures. Currently, the main therapeutic agent for treating osteoporosis includes antiresponsives such as HRT, selective oestrogen receptor modulators (SERMs) and anti-RANKL antibodies. An ideal pharmacological intervention treating bone loss should suppress osteoclastic activity and enhance osteoblast-mediated bone formation. A humanized monoclonal antibody has recently been developed that inhibits osteoclastic differentiation by preventing RANKL from binding to its receptor. Long-term administration of denosumab has been shown to have positive effects not only on the prevention of fragility fracture, but also on the amelioration of joint damage in osteoporotic patients. However, treatment with denosumab is linked to an increased risk of hypokalicemia and osteonecrosis of the jaw. As an alternative pharmacological treatment option, parathyroid hormone therapy, PTH, has been explored for treating severe osteoporosis in men and postmenopausal women with osteoporosis. A systematic review on the PTH for the treatment of osteoporosis reveals that PTH increases bone mineral density and reduces the risk of fractures by decreasing osteoblast apoptosis. It also enhances differentiation of osteoblasts from pre-osteoblasts, thereby inducing new bone deposition. Despite its high potential, PTH therapy has its drawbacks including side effects like headaches, injection site, tenderness, 
and nausea in osteoporotic patients. Aesclerostin, SOST, antibody and interferon gamma, IFN gamma, also have therapeutic potential in treatment of osteoporosis. The SOST antibody modulates osteoblastic activity and bone formation by inhibiting WNT-beta-catenin signaling. Interferon gamma can be an effective anabolic treatment for osteoporosis as in the bone microenvironment it is secreted by MSCs to promote osteogenic differentiation. However, there are risks associated with local interferon therapy for bone loss such as gastrointestinal tract symptoms. Bisphosphonates, BEPs, are commonly used for the treatment of osteoporosis as they have the potential to suppress osteoclast formation and can break the osteoblast-osteoclast coupling. However, a drawback of BEPs is that they can cause osteonecrosis of the jaw. In addition to these pharmacological options, osteoporosis treatment can involve surgical procedures, including autologous bone grafts, allografts, implantations, and free fibulovascularized grafts. Even though autologous bone grafting is currently seen as the gold standard, this technique still has drawbacks in terms of a higher risk of morbidity and intervention-induced inflammation. Thus, safe and predictable therapies for osteoporosis are an unmet clinical need. In this respect, stem cell therapy for osteoporosis is a novel approach proposed to increase bone formation. MSCs as a potential stem cell therapy for bone degeneration. In light of the limitations of conventional therapies, the use of stem cells has been explored in the context of bone healing. Due to their wide availability in minimally invasive isolation procedures and their regenerative potential, MSCs are considered the most suitable stem cell type to be used in treatment of osteoporosis. MCS are fibroblast-like cells able to differentiate into mesenchymal derivatives, including bone, fat and cartilage cells. They can be readily obtained from various adult tissues including the bone marrow, adipose tissue and peripheral blood. The high availability and low risk profile made MSCs a promising stem cell type for clinical exploitation. As of July 2020, over 1,100 clinical trials have been registered on the clinicaltrials.gov database with a wide indication profile including diabetes, cardiovascular disorders and musculoskeletal symptoms. As cellular ancestors of osteoblast MSCs can contribute to bone regeneration either directly by integrating and differentiating into bone tissue or by indirect stimulation of endogenous regeneration processes. Direct differentiation of rat MSCs into the osteogenic lineage was first reported by Friedenstein and others as early as 1974. Following this discovery, MSCs from numerous species and origins have been demonstrated to undergo differentiation into osteogenic cells. Consequently, in the position paper, the International Society for Cellular Therapy position statement defined the ability to give rise to bone cells in vitro as one of the minimal criteria for defining 
MSCs. In addition to in vitro differentiation, even more stringent evidence for osteogenic potential of MSCs has been provided by several in vivo studies in different small and large animal models, including rats, sheep, and pigs. Cumulatively, these promising in vitro and in vivo results motivated several clinical trials designed to assess the feasibility, safety, and efficacy of MSCs in oral bone regeneration. Although several individual trials suggested that transplantation of MSCs is safe and associated with improved oral bone regeneration, a more recent meta-analysis did not reveal a significant increase in vital bone mass. This can be at least partly attributed to the fact that in contrast to early preclinical studies claiming that a high number of transplanted MSCs undergo differentiation to regenerate the bone, very few regenerative cells survive following transplantation. This has been eloquently demonstrated in a recent study where human MSCs have been transplanted into large segmental bone defects in rats. Although a significantly improved healing of large segmental bone defects has been demonstrated, tracking experiments failed to conclusively demonstrate long-term survival and differentiation of MSCs in the regenerated bone. According to the database clinicaltrials.org, no clinical trials utilizing MSC transplantation as a therapeutic option to treat osteoporosis or osteoporotic fractures have been completed as of July 2020. However, MSCs have been shown to prevent progression of osteoporosis in a mouse model of age-related osteoporosis. Briefly, the authors demonstrated that a single dose of MSCs increased the bone turnover rate and reversed the age-associated reduction of bone formation compared to sham controls. These promising results indicate that MSCs may have relevance in the treatment of osteoporosis in humans. In addition to differentiation and functional integration, MSCs are widely believed to contribute to regeneration by paracrine factors acting as a bystander cells that modulate endogenous regeneration. Indeed, in light of the general consensus that the therapeutic benefits of MSCs is paracrine, Arnold I. Kaplan, who first coined the term mesenchymal stem cells, recommends referring to this cell type as medicinal signaling cells. Current understanding of these bystander effects mediated by the secretome of MSCs is that they include two main factors immunomodulation and reduction of inflammation. In the context of immunomodulation, MSCs and their secretome can affect a wide variety of immune cells, including, but not limited, to macrophages, dendritic cells, T-cells, B-cells, and natural killer cells, resulting in local immunosuppression. Notably, the anti-inflammatory action of MSCs secretome is not limited to immune cells as it can reduce the levels of pro-inflammatory markers in other tissues, including cartilage and muscle tissue. In addition, bystander effects of the surrounding tissue include paracrine, modulation of angiogenesis, anti-apoptosis, and chemo 
as well as stimulation of resident cell proliferation. The paracrine factors responsible for the effects introduced above are soluble factors including cytokines, growth factors and chemokines, in addition to proteins and microRNAs embedded within extracellular vesicles, EVs. Indeed, multiple preclinical and clinical reports provided evidence that MSCAs exert at least part of their therapeutic functions via EVs, such as exosomes and microvesicles. EVs are secreted by almost all cell types under physiological and pathological situations, are anti-inflammatory and immunomodulatory, and have a specific combination of proteins, lipids, and microRNAs as their cargo. Despite the high clinical potential of MSC-based approaches to tracheal osteoporosis, are limited by the fact that osteoporosis has a negative impact on the number of osteogenic differentiation potential of MSCs. This can at least partly be attributed to a shift of osteoporotic MSCs towards an adipogenic phase, which is believed to interfere with newborn formation in osteoporosis. In addition, factors playing a role in the lower osteogenic potential of osteoporotic MSCs is that in senile osteoporosis, MSCs undergo cellular senescence resulting in a growth arrest. Finally, it has been demonstrated that MSCs isolated from mice with experimental osteoporosis have a significantly lower anti-inflammatory potential and lower expression levels of immunomodulatory cytokines, including TGF-beta and IL-10 compared to MSCs derived from controlled mice. Thus, increasing the viability as well as the proliferation of osteogenic differentiation capacity while retaining the anti-inflammatory and immunomodulatory potential of MSCs are still essential steps required to deliver a successful and reliable autologous stem cell-based therapy for osteoporosis. Impact of 3D cell culture on bone regeneration relevant properties of MSCs Traditional two-dimensional cell culture on flat plastic or glass surfaces is still widely used in regenerative medicine and basic stem cell research. However, removing stem cells from the endogenous 3D niche results in unnatural polarity, changes in growth kinetics and last but not least an altered differentiation potential. In this context, 2D cell culture of MSCs is known to result in a loss of multipotency and premature cell senescence. Moreover, 2D cell culture conditions have been linked to accumulation of chromosomal aberrations within the MSC genome. To address these problems, MSCs have been subjected to a wide range of 3D cell culture methods, including cultivation and scaffold-free spheroids, and different hydrogel scaffolds, including alginates, collagen, matrigel, and various formulations of cellulose. In the following sections, we will summarize current knowledge on the impact of 3D cell culture on fundamental properties of MSCs that are pivotal in bone regeneration. 
To directly assess the effects of 3D cell culture on MSCs, the following sections only cover studies that have explicitly used 2D controls. Moreover, reports using less than two independent methods to determine the cell fate have been excluded. Viability and proliferation 3D cell culture has been widely used in cancer research. Notably, the impact of 3D cultivation of cell viability and proliferation has been shown to be cell type and technique dependent, while some studies reported an increase in viability and proliferation compared to respective 3D controls. Others observed opposite effects. This can be at least partly attributed to the nature of the 3D cell culture method, since osteoporosis and aging in general negatively affect viability and proliferation of MSCs assessing the impact of 3D cell culture technology on these parameters is important for developing successful therapeutic strategies. Briefly, spheroid cell culture has often been associated with decreases in cellular proliferation and viability. While 3D hydrogels can have an equal or superior performance compared to 2D cultures. Contrary to reports on the impact of spheroid culture on other cell types, including cancer cells and neural crest-derived stem cells, indicating negative effects on cell proliferation and viability. The consequences of cultivation of MSCs as fluids are still controversial. While some studies suggested an increase in cell viability and proliferation of MSCs within these fluids, others reported no effects or a reduced cell proliferation. These could be attributed to non-homogeneous nutrient and oxygen supply and impaired waste product diffusion in the core if a critical sphere size has been reached. Similar to the contradicting reports on the impact of spheroid cultures on cell proliferation and viability, the effects of 3D culture of MSCs on scaffolds and within hydrogels are complex. While some 3D scaffolds including gelatin, polylactic core, glycol acids and chitosan do not seem to affect viability and the proliferation of MSCs. Other substrates have been reported to change these properties. In the context, collagen seems to have different effects depending on its preparation and the source of MSCs. Law and colleagues did not observe significant changes in cell viability and proliferation of collagen-embedded humans MSCs, while rat bone marrow MSCs have been reported to increase their proliferation in the same scaffold. Other reports also suggest the small differences in the scaffold composition and preparation technique can be decisive for the biological outcome. In 2013, a study by Rampichova and others suggested that a 3D cultivation of mini-pig MSCs in electrospun 3D polychrolactone increases both the proliferation and viability. In contrast to these findings, 3D printed polycaprolactone tricalcium phosphate did not affect the viability of human adipose tissue derived MSCs and bone marrow MSCs. Interestingly, Brennan and colleagues demonstrated that sprayed microfiber polycaprolactone scaffolds increase human bone marrow MSCs 
proliferation, while electrospun variants of the same scaffold decreased proliferation compared to the 2D controls. This provides further evidence that small differences in the nature of the scaffold can dictate very different cell fates. In general accordance with these hypotheses, woven biodegradable composite fibers from polyallactic acid substituted with hydroxyapatite had an overall positive effect on bone marrow MSC viability, while the same substrate alone reduced it. Controversy, Nugin and colleagues reported the electrospun scaffold significantly reduced proliferation of human MSCs as early as seven days after seeding on non-fibrous scaffolds compared of polyallactic acids and type 1 collagen. In our lab, we have studied the effects of 3D nanofibril cellulose on human MSCs derived from various tissue types. In our hands, low concentrations of nanofibril cellulose did not negatively affect the proliferation of bone marrow MSCs. Human adipose tissue-derived MSCs and palatal MSCs, whereas higher concentrations significantly reduce cell viability and proliferation compared to 2D controls. In contrast, a follow-up study showed that an anionic form of nanofibril cellulose significantly increased the viability of human ADMSCs. Similarly, Yin and colleagues recently reported that 3D cultivation of adipose tissue-derived MSCs in a nanofibrous polycrosaccharide hydrogel increases their proliferation and viability. Overall, the effects of 3D seem to rely on multiple factors including but not limited to the nature of the scaffold, its preparation and the origin of the MSCs. Osteogenic differentiation in addition to influencing the viability and proliferation of MSCs, multiple reports suggest that 3D cultivation might have an impact on the osteogenic differentiation. In contrast to the controversial impact of MSCs viability, 3D cell culture seems to increase the osteogenic differentiation compared to conventional 2D culture. It has been demonstrated that cultivation of rat MB MSCs as steroids resulted in increased osteogenic potential compared to 2D controls. This has been evidenced by a high expression of osterics, increased ALP activity and higher level of mineralization in vitro. Similarly, scaffold-free 3D steroid culture of murine BMMSCs resulted in a five-fold higher mineralization compared to osteogenic differentiation of 2D cultures. A 2008 report provided evidence that 3D nanofibril scaffolds prepared from rat tail collagen increased the expression of osteogenic markers including type 1, collagen, osteopontin, OPN and osteonectin in human ADMSCs compared to differentiation conducted in 2D. Although alizarin read as staining in this report suggested that calcification could also be increased, the significance of data was not assessed. Similar effects 
on the expression levels of osteocalcin, OCN and OPN in rat bone marrow MCS were observed if purified collagen was used to create a 3D scaffold. Notably, von Kossa's staining revealed statistically significant increase of calcification. In 2012, Guyen and colleagues used a blended scaffold composed of collagen and electrospun polyl-lactin acids to study the influence of 3D cell culture on the differentiation of human MSCs of undefined origin. In their study, they showed that differentiation in 3D significantly increases expression of OCN and OPN and augments the levels of calcification compared to cell differentiated in 2D. Moreover, use of pure polyallactic acid scaffolds as a substrate showed similar increases in expression of proestrogenic markers compared to human bone marrow MCS differentiated in 2D. This also accompanied by a significant increase of calcium deposition demonstrated by von Kossa and Alizarin red as staining. In addition to collagen, polyallactic acid and blends of these minerals, metrogel and hydrogen mainly composed of type 4 collagens and tactin, perlacan and lemonin has been shown to increase the osteogenic differentiation potential compared to 2D cell culture. If differentiated within a matrigel scaffold, human BMMSCs showed high activity of alkaline phosphatase, an early mark of osteogenesis, compared to the 2D counterparts. In addition, alizarin red as staining revealed higher calcium deposition in cells differentiated in 3D. As alternative scaffolds, different polycaprolactone-based substrates have been explored in combination with MSCs. An elastic 3D polyepsilon caprolactone has been shown to increase the expression of bone celloprotein and OCN in mini pig BMMSCs subjected to differentiation in 3D. In accordance with these reports, polycaprolactone tricalcium phosphate scaffolds and Jet-sprayed microfiber polycaprolactone scaffolds have shown similar osteoinductive effects in human, fertile and adult BMMSCs. There are also reports on increased osteogenic differentiation of ADMSCs and bone marrow MSCs in 3D versus 2D. If gelatin and blends of gelatin and alginate are used as a scaffold. Cell resinescence. Increased cellular senescence of MSCs is one of the contributing factors for poor osteogenic regeneration and osteoporosis. Although studying the impact of 3D cell culture on cellular senescence is a relatively new field, there is some evidence suggesting the propagation of cells in 3D might reduce their cellular senescence. In this context, Chang and colleagues have clearly demonstrated that 3D cultivation of human ADMSCs as scaffold free spheroids prolongs their replicative lifespan and decreases their senescence compared to 2D controls. However, a recent report provided evidence that the number of senescent cells within MSC spheroids increases over time. 
In contrast, it has been reported that cultivation of human periodontal ligaments, fibroblasts, a cell type which is phenotypically indistinguishable from MSEs in 3D methylcellulose hydrogels results in suppression of TNF-alpha-induced cellular senescence and an increase in proliferation and migration. In an attempt to study the stress response in human endometrial MSEs cultivated as 3D spheroids in comparison to conventional 2D culture, Domnina and colleagues exposed cells cultivated under both conditions to heart shock and treatment with H2O2. They study demonstrated that two D monolayer MSCs developed premature senescence, while MSCs in 3D exhibited decreased viability without cell cycle rest and other signs of senescence. Interestingly, subsequent analysis revealed that 3D MSCs that did not undergo apoptosis in response to heat shock induced stress resumed cell division and had comparable proliferation rates and cell cycle dynamics compared to a 2D controls. These results suggest that 3D culture can be helpful in eliminating senescent cells from MSC's culture. Finally, a very recent comparison of cellular senescence in human adipose-derived MSCs cultivated in a monolayer and cells in a commercial polysaccharide hydrogel revealed significant reduction of senescence-associated beta-galactosidase activity in 3D. Moreover, an overall higher telomerase activity and greater telomere length was observed in MSCs in 3D. This was accompanied by a higher adipogenic and osteogenic differentiation potential. Overall, promising data suggest that 3D cultivation might reduce cellular senescence of MSCs, thereby facilitating the ability to obtain clinically relevant cell numbers in a shorter time frame. MSC secretome immunomodulation and anti-inflammatory potential. In addition to its direct impact on characteristics of MSCs, 3D cell culture has been suggested to modulate the regenerative potential of their secretome. Although there is some evidence that 3D cultivation as spheroids can reduce the anti-inflammatory and immunomodulatory potential of MSCs, most secretomes produced by MSCs cultivated in 3D hydrogels seem to have higher anti-inflammatory and immunomodulatory properties and an overall greater regenerative potential compared to both spheroids and conventionally cultivated cells. Cultivation of human ADMSEs as spheroids has been shown to increase expression of vascular endothelial growth factor, VEGF, and hepatocyte growth factor, HGF, compared to 2D, although no significant differences in the levels of fibroblast growth factor 2, FGF2, have been observed. Moreover, human BMMSEs cultivated as ferroids generated by the hanging drop method showed higher levels of the anti-inflammatory cytokine interleukin-24, IL-24. Interestingly, the same study provided evidence that spheroids MSCs were more efficient in suppressing LPS-induced inflammation compared to their 2D counterparts. 
in accordance to these findings, dynamic culture of human MSC spheroids in spinner flanks has been shown to result in increased levels of IL-24 secretion. A more recent study provided further evidence for a change of paracrine properties of spheroid MSCs. Briefly, Sun and colleagues demonstrated that MSC spheroids secrete higher levels of VEGF. In addition, spheroid cultures of MSCs have been demonstrated to produce higher levels of prostaglandin E2, the mediated polarization of macrophages towards the anti-inflammatory M2 phenotype. In addition to spheroid cultures, a higher regenerative potential of secret homes from 3D cultivated ADMSCs compared to 2D culture has been reported by Kierke and others. In this study, MSC secret home mediated neuroprotection of SHSY5Y neuroblastoma cells following 6 hydroxydopamine treatment was increased if the MSCs were cultivated in bovine collagen, polyethylene glycol and collagen low molecular weight hyaluronic acid hydrogels. However, to date, no molecular profiling of these secret homes has been reported. In 2018, it was also reported that 3D spheroid cultures of human BMMSCs secreted higher levels of VEGF compared to 2D controls. These findings are in line with several other reports demonstrating that 3D cultivation of ADMSEs results in increased secretion of multiple growth factors including AGF, VEGF, stromal cell derived factor SDF and FGF2. More recently, Carter and colleagues studied the wound healing potential of 2D and 3D cultivated human BMMSEs in vitro and ex vivo. In their study, they demonstrated that 3D cell culture of MSEs on electrospun gelatine polycaprolactone fibers increased the secretion of FGF2 IL6 VEGF and AGF compared to 2D controls. In addition, 3D cell culture significantly improved secretome-mediated corneal wound healing in a rabbit corneal organ culture system. A comparative analysis of the secretome of umbilical cord MSCs cultivated as spheroids and as adherent monolayer revealed that 3D cultivation significantly increases the secretion of IL-10, LIF, FGF2, I309, SCF and GMCSF. Moreover, the study also showed that secretome from 3D cultivated MSCs has superior regenerative and anti-inflammatory potential in an in vivo model of arthritis and adult wister rats. Overall, 3D cultivation is associated with increased level of secreted molecular factors that are pivotal in bone regeneration. Thus, the findings summarized above suggest that 3D cultivation can indeed increase the levels of bone regeneration relevant components within the MSC secretome. Potential Mechanisms Instructing Osteogenic Potential of MSCs in 3D In addition to biochemical signals, 
mechanophysical cues, including surface stiffness and presence of micro and nanoscale pores, pillars, and pits, and known to heavily influence the fate of stem cells. In vivo, many of these cues are provided by the extracellular matrix ECM and includes matrix stiffness and presence of pores, pillars, and pit like structures, a macro scale and nanoscale. The stiffness of the ECM in the human body range from 0.1 to 1 kPa in the brain to 25 to 40 kPa in asteroids. In contrast, conventional cell culture plastic materials is very rigid with a stiffness of 1 to 10 gpa. Indeed, MSCs have been described to be highly sensitive to substrate stiffness. However, reports on the optimal osteoinductive stiffness are conflicting. While Huang and others reported a stiffness of 4.47 kpa as osteoinductive, a much higher young modulus ranging from 62 to 800 kPa has been suggested in studies from other laboratories. Importantly, although stiffness can be manipulated in 2D to study MSC differentiation, it is important to consider that in vivo MSCs are exposed to the mechanophysical cues in all three dimensions of the surrounding niche. Therefore, Spheroid cultures and hydrogel surrounding the cells might provide strong inductive cues compared to the more artificial environment in 2D. In addition to the stiffness, both macro and nanotopography of the stem cell niche play an inductive role in cell differentiation. In this context, it has been established that nanopores with a diameter of 30 nanometer within elastic collagen and rigid 2D surfaces are strong osteoinductive cues for other stem cells. In addition, 2D micropores of 60 and 550 micrometer have been reported to have a positive impact on osteogenic differentiation. Interestingly, electromicroscopic analysis of the structure of various hydrogels including different forms of nanofibrillar cellulose and fibril have revealed a presence both nano and micropores. Thus, these nanoscopic and microscopic features could provide a potential explanation for the increased osteogenic potential of MSCs in 3D. Notably, differences in the nano, micro and micro-pore profiles of different scaffolds would have an impact of nutrient, oxygen and waste product diffusion and could explain differences in viability and proliferation described earlier. Interestingly, physical properties of scaffolds can also dictate the paracrine potential of MSCs, with substrates with an elasticity of 20 kPa resulting in an increase of expression of anti-inflammatory factors compared to more elastic substrates with an elasticity of 2 kPa. In 3D, and depending on the nature of the hydrogel, retention of the secreted soluble factors and EVs could also contribute to the increased osteogenic potential. Indeed, peptide-modified hyaluronic acid hydrogels have been shown to retain EVs and show beneficial therapeutic outcomes in animal models of spinal cord injury. 
Similarly, umbilical cord MSC is derived EVs encapsulated in functional peptide hydrogels increase the retention and stability of exosomes and improved heart function in a rat myocardial infection model. Recently, it has been demonstrated that alginate hydrogels loaded with ADMSC-derived EVs can promote tissue regeneration in full-thickness skin wounds. Finally, cellulose hydrogels have been shown to retain EVs and allow their continuous release from encapsulated cells. Therefore, a potential addition mechanism increasing the osteogenic potential MSCs in 3D hydrogels could be a retention of soluble pro-osteogenic factors and EVs. This could exhibit both autocrine on and paracrine effects that drive osteogenesis in 3D. Conclusions As outlined above, the niche of the 3D scaffolds and small variations in their composition can influence the viability as well as the osteogenic and paracrine potential of MSCs. Therefore, rational design of 3D cell culture parameters could further improve the performance of MSCs in bone regeneration. To achieve this, an ideal 3D scaffold should be biocompatible and osteoconductive inductive. Moreover, scaffold stiffness, its topography and potential retention and release of paracrine factors need to be considered. Finally, as electrical stimulation of MSCs has been shown to enhance the osteogenic potential of MSCs, conductivity could also represent an important factor in designing optimal osteoinductive biomaterials. Thank you for listening to this article. Please do follow me on Twitter by breathing and on all podcast platforms.